1: Here we
0: go, here we go. Here we go, here we go, here
1: we go, here we go. This is it. This is Top Flight Time Machine. I am Andy Hotbody Dawson. Pow, pow, pow.
0: I am Sam Nifty Delaney. So what?
1: Welcome along. It's the Friday morning episode. It is the last. I don't know if the word is live kind of the last live episode that we're doing mm. before the Christmas break. We've got, don't fear, don't worry, your podcast needs will be um, satisfied over the Christmas period because we've recorded a fuckload of episodes that are going to go out um, as usual, the usual schedule across the Christmas holiday break. So we're not going away or anything, we're just not going to be doing any um, Are we putting one out on Christmas Day? Ones. We're going to put one out on Christmas Day, yeah. Christmas Day is a Saturday, isn't it? So there's going to be like a bonus one because we're going to do, in case you didn't know, we're going to do um, the Noel Edmonds live, live Christmas breakfast show from 1985, which exists on YouTube. It's two hours long. We've done a six-part deep dive, a very compact
0: deep dive. It started off it was going to be one episode. It was just, just going to be one episode, and we were going to do other Christmas episodes looking at other Christmas specials, weren't we? And then we watched it and we were like, oh, maybe actually we'll do two episodes because (laughs) there's a lot to get through because it's a two hour show that Noel did. Two episodes. (laughs) Right. And in the end, we dropped all other plans because once Mm. we got in, once we waded into the thick of it, there was so much content. I am very proud of the output that we have put together for this Noel deep dive. (laughs) Uh, it makes me think that it's amazing that we haven't turned our attention more closely to Noel Edmonds in his (laughs) 1980s imperial phase sooner. It seems so perfect for us.
1: It won't be the last, to put it that way. It's going to become a Christmas tradition. I
0: I enjoyed doing it over the last week greatly, and so I really hope you all enjoy listening to it over Christmas. And I hope some of you will be listening on Christmas Day and that it becomes weird.
1: I thought I like, thought we'll, yeah. we'll put one of them out on Christmas Day. Why not? Yeah,
0: good. Why not? I mean, I remember a f- uh, my my mother in law always comes round for Christmas, and sometimes she comes on Christmas Eve and stays the night so she can be there fresh, mm-hmm. ready Christmas morning. Yeah, and mm-hmm. she even did this before we have, had kids, and sometimes I, it was pretty weird. Like, you know, you're in your 20s, you wake <laughs> up with your girlfriend in your in your flat and you sort of hmm. think, oh, Christmas Day with my girlfriend. You might even be thinking, you know, these are the carefree like. days before children. You might even thinking, aye, yeah. aye, i got a little Christmas treat for you under the covers here, right? And then you remember, <laughs> you just hear, you hear, you hear uh, uh, here she comes with her rollers and her house coat on. Ah, is anyone making tea? Right. But... <laughs> Um, and so yeah it was awful but one of the things she used to do was she um, she loved listening to one of these unfunny Radio 4 comedies she's a bit Radio 4 and uh, it was probably something like Just a Minute or one of those ones you know Mm. Mm -hmm. one of the numerous deeply unfunny comedies they put on Radio 4 Mm. and she was like made a big deal of being really into it and she would bring I mean this would have been probably the late 90s early noughties no iPods or anything like that she would bring an enormous radio with her like the radio she kept on a shelf at her house that was the only radio she owned right it wasn't portable it was a big is that the
1: only radio that's capable of picking up radio for then that's probably what she thought wouldn't be suitable (laughs)
0: <laughs> That's probably what she thought, right? And she brought this enormous fucking... Yeah, exactly. She would have thought that. Or like, oh, I don't know whether they've got a radio. She I'd would have probably thought I'd that. I don't
1: trust their radio if they exactly. have one, Indeed. And so she brought this enormous
0: radio, rigged it up. It was like fucking Radio 1 Roadshow. And then we're doing the presents and all of that. And then she'd suddenly look at her watch and she goes, it's time for my show now. And it was quite a small (laughs) flat we were living in. And she would put on these enormous headphones. Again, headphones that she still had left over from the 70s. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Big fucking over-the-ear numbers. And she would plug (laughs) them in with a gigantic jack. Mm. You know, not like the dainty ones that you subsequently had, much Mm. less Bluetooth. This was like an enormous Mm. spear, boom, that you put into the brick. Put yeah. the massive over ear headphones and she would sit in our tiny flat on Christmas day when me and my girlfriend were still doing the presents and listen to just a minute on her headphones um, <laughs> and not, not even attempt to sort of like make it feel, oh, don't worry about me. I'm just really into this show. She would laugh all the way through. I've got to so sit. we wouldn't be able to hear it and we'd be exchanging presents and trying to get into it and you'd just hear this. <laughs> <laughs> oh, very good. Very, very, very good. Ha, 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 ha. I with me like, fucking... I mean, my girlfriend should she'd be trying to pass it off as normal, like you sometimes do with your parents when you're younger, because you're embarrassed, so you sort of go, oh, well, no, know, it's, it's not that weird. And I'm like, this is super weird. There's not even an escape, because it was like one of those tiny flats where it's just basically one room and a bedroom and a bathroom.
1: That's the thing, isn't it? Weirdness within families isn't weird if you've been sustained... Um, exposed to it for years and decades isn't it the things that can happen within families that you think is normal because that's just been how it's always been and then an outsider will go hang on that's fucking weird and everything you know is wrong and questioned
0: it's taken me to my 40s (laughs) to identify a lot of that stuff yeah (laughs) because I used to think well what's normal is me and my family
1: Mm-hmm. We and everything
0: else is, is anything that doesn't isn't done the way that we do it is obviously yeah. a bit weird yeah. and then you start to realise no that's what everyone thinks and then you might start to realise in fact it's not just what everyone thinks in fact not only is my family not the standard bearer of what constitutes normal in society we actually might be particularly weird
1: <laughs> yeah and you don't know that do you know what I mean because you're, you're trapped inside the, you're trapped in the bubble you're aren't trapped you? Yeah, I was going to ask before you'd, you'd gone any further whether or not she actually laughed during just a minute, or whether she just sat there stone-faced and just listened to it. And,
0: <laughs> no, and, that would be surprising. <laughs> I felt that the laughter was a one hundred percent contrived.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I think, like with a lot of mm-hmm. Radio Four listeners, it's more about announcing to people that you're really into you, Radio you get Four. It. Yeah, yeah. That that's part. It's, it's an identity thing. It's a really big identity thing. I remember I'm, when I'm, I first.
1: I'm surprised to hear you turn against Radio Four, which is of course well, the radio me, station it's, that you've so it's
0: like so many things in my life. On I'm the conflicted. Of
1: so much, so so greedily, and so you know.
0: Well, I'm It's more like the, the, the crumbs from their table. Yeah, I've never. I you know. I because of the position, I feel it it occupies in british society. Yeah. I'm like on the one hand oh, it's for snobs and cunts, isn't it? But yeah. on the other hand, they're like, "Oh, please let me be on your radio station. I promise I'll be good and won't <laughs> swear or insult the pharmacists." <laughs> right? So it's <laughs> yeah, a big right. conflict for me, Can't but it, something- you know just just, uh, just to be clear, although I might mock and sneer, I yeah, I'd, I'd walk over broken glass. To be on Radio Four for thirty seconds, and whenever they call, you know, occasionally, because I've got um, strong relationship with uh, um, the one of the presenters on uh, the front row, so oh. occasionally they'll get me onto that. Um, that's I think that's one. I think that's the last show on Radio Four that I haven't burnt bridges with. So occasionally I'll go on the, that. And the I'll...
1: culture, the culture, sure they do. Yeah.
0: Yeah, well, yeah.
1: That brings me on to something, Sam, because uh, I've got a bit of news and uh, I might well soon be entering the realm of Front Row and Radio 4 and the world of culture because... I think it's a bit
0: get, above that, yeah. Get,
1: get this, I've been offered a role in a film. Doing, this is, doing, hang on, doing, yeah. acting, actual fucking Acting.
0: Obviously, I, I I'm not sure if I'm supposed to feign surprise at this point. Obviously, I'm <laughs> I am not surprised, but I am. Well, I suppose in a way I am because the news is so incredible. Although I would say that when quite a few months ago this opportunity first arose and you told me you were going for the initial meeting, I I did. I know it's easy to say it after the event. I had a strong feeling that you would get this role. Mm. I am you. very familiar with the work of the director and I know we can't reveal too we much can't but I would say too say, much about I, just in case you think this is building up to being a bit of a wind up or something, I'll say on Andy's well, behalf; he's very modest, this is legitimately a proper fucking film made by one of I'll say I think I can say one of this country's most famous directors, right? <laughs>
1: I think we've said too much already. I don't think we'll see any more. All we we can see is it's definitely not going to be a two-bob production.
0: It's a proper (laughs) fucking film, and Andy's got a proper role in it, and it's amazing. (laughs) And when I got the news yesterday, I was at my favourite garden centre. Oh, brilliant. So everything was going well. I was just tucking into my ploughman's, and I was with Len, who's off school, so I'd taken him along to the garden Mm. centre. Of course I had. And the text came through, Start and he goes, what's that? And I've told him, and I can't tell you, even though I don't think you and you and Len have ever actually met in person, no, only I sort known. of over the phone or whatever, mm-hmm. he was so excited for you. I mean, <laughs> I was pretty excited, but he practically his head practically span off with excitement oh, wonderful. That you, Andy Dawson, were going to be in a film. And he's still really excited for you now, mate. We all that are. Is, it's going to be amazing. I mean, obviously, is, from my point of view, the main thing is... Um, I feel that it's great content for the podcast.
1: Of course. That was the first thing we both thought when, when the opportunity mm. arose. The that, that reaction from Len is lovely, and it's the um, opposite reaction to that of my own son. I'm just looking for the text <laughs> yeah, that he course. sent me. And he said, um, so I said, I texted him, I said, I've been offered a role in that film. Don't know which role yet, because they haven't told me which role it's going to be. We'll find it in the new year. Uh, my son replied, and will I be in it at all? No, <laughs> and then he put a bullshit film without me.
0: Uh, so, yeah, Obviously, uh, my sympathies are more with your son than with my son, because obviously that was the first <laughs> thing that crossed my mind too. Almost those exact words. Why aren't I in it as well? And if not, it's not going to be very good. <laughs> Sam,
1: Sam, maybe it's just a stepping stone and that we'll end up recreating some of those Markham and Wise films. From the 1960s, yeah, ourselves at some point. And so,
0: did you think there may be a small part for me in it? <laughs> I, I think, of course, only a small role, perhaps a few well, lines. No, been, okay, very well.
1: It's it's been it's going to be filmed in the northeast, so I don't mm. know if there'll be a role for a cockney in it at all.
0: Oh, hang so, on a minute! I do a perfect northeast accent. Oh yeah, everyone knows that. So, mm. well, we'll see. We'll see how it goes.
1: Well, but I've, it's
0: I've, very exciting news, isn't it?
1: I mean, I've been offered it basically on a five-minute improvisation audition that I went to. I went along. Can you
0: tell us a little bit about the improvisation session? Because do. that is fascinating to I me. I will
1: do. I went along to meet the director and the casting agent uh, about three weeks ago. And I was in there with two other fellas who were up for parts in the film as well. And we had to do a short improvisation scene. And the director says, "Now I want you to, um, I want you to imagine that you are um, you're all building site workers, and you've all worked <laughs> together on this build." And I thought, well, naturally, that is that is just me. That's that's a second skin, as far as I'm concerned. Did I you slip to, when he that said skin. that?
0: Did you shut your eyes and start to do enormous deep breaths?
1: Yeah, I just i got into i got into the place. Mm. Uh, I did a bit, of, you know, method acting. Uh, and he
2: says, Pass those
0: bricks over here, will you? <laughs> Trying to work out what oh! people on building sites did oh! and said to each other. Uh, <laughs> oh, we better get this house
1: built. <laughs> oh, you know what I love? The smell of cement in the morning. Oh. <laughs> so uh, he says, "Oh, you know okay. imagine you're all building site workers and you've been working together for years. And one of the fellas you work with, he's a good mate. You've all been through thick and thin over the years, but he's had a bit of a downturn in fortunes. Uh, it's the last few months, his wife's left him. He's turned to the drink. Um, mm. Things aren't going well for him. He says, but he's drinking on the job and it's affecting oh, yeah. his work. It's affecting the quality of his work and the you safety. You can't be
0: pissed on a building site, you mate. You can't
1: be pissed on a building site. He's nicking off at the pub every dinner time. He's having naps in the afternoon. He's getting sloppy on the job. And um, I want you to have a conversation about what we're going to do about it. You know, one of you, which was me, has to uh, t- t- argue for him to be sacked, even though he's a good mate. Another one right. of you um, uh, is going to defend him. And the third one is kind of on the fence. He's not sure. So we we started improvising this scene. And I was like, uh, I start going, uh, no, enough's enough. Enough's enough. I've just been mm. up on oh. the second floor there on the scaffolding and there's a pile of bricks there that is left and I almost <laughs> went over the edge and I was lucky. It could be any one of us. Yes, he's having a bad time, but one of us could be having a bad time soon because we could be dead and all this blah, blah, blah. Mm. Right. So wow. I mean, you, I'm looking at you now. you moved.
0: you I moved got tingles. By,
1: by what uh, I'm doing. I
0: did. Well, as you did that, hmm. there, was a, there was tingles all over yeah. my body. Yeah, yeah.
1: You thought, there's danger here, there's real jeopardy. You believed I in your character, I was there didn't you? on
0: the building site yeah, in yeah. the northeast. You believed in your character. And that's quite powerful because, for me, that's such an alien thought. Yeah, yeah. Like a building site in the northeast yeah. of England. And yet you somehow put me there.
1: And I was, I was... So I'm doing this. We're doing this improvisation. It lasted about five minutes maximum. So we're doing this. And that was it. We were in and out. <clears throat> and there was a load of other fellas waiting outside in the waiting room. So there was just this constant stream of fellas going in. Right, get out, in Yeah, get out. Next... <laughs> Uh, <clears throat> who's next? Um, so, as I was doing it, I found myself thinking, "I'm doing acting here, and it feels all right." In other words, did it feel natural? Yeah, I f- I thought I'm getting away with this because you know every everyone everywhere is just winging it. So, do you I thought, think
0: the other people ain't proing with you were? Um Act, tra- trained actors, or were they?
1: <coughs> no, they weren't.
0: People, they civilians. Weren't.
1: They weren't. They were. They were civilians. Um, so that I think the idea is to not be kind of professional actors to try and be a bit natural if possible. Mm. So anyway, I did that. I did me 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 shtick and uh, argued for me mate to be sacked for being pissed on the job. That was it. Went home. Um, and as I'm driving home, I was thinking, "I was all right that." And then it suddenly dawned on us what I'd done. I basically just done an impersonation of Dennis from Aviator's Impact.
0: Yeah, <laughs> that is who I was thinking of a little bit. Yeah, I mean, all uh, those years yeah. of watching Aviator's Impact fucking paid off. Yeah, you, exactly. your favourite program is a program <laughs> about builders from the northeast.
1: Yeah. yeah, I mean, I thought. Yeah, I just, so you I just thought
0: you were pretending.
1: I just thought, oh fuck! I've just done an impression of Dennis. That's all I've done. I've not done you any miss. acting there.
0: They they wouldn't have known that they wouldn't have seen. Well, I'm
1: going to keep quiet I mean, about. I mean, I feel
0: bad for the filmmakers because I feel like they've accidentally sleptwalk into planning a film that is effectively Alvida yeah, Same Pet, I but think they've maybe. never seen Alvida Same Pet. Yeah, because they're too upmarket, <sighs> and now I they're making, they're remaking it. I mean, I always thought there should be it should have been a Christmas movie of Alvida Same Pet, so maybe this I sort of could maybe, be it. maybe
1: this is it. Maybe this is the time. So that, so there you go. So I'm involved in some way. A film and how and st- did
0: you feel when you left? I mean, obviously, there was a lot of competition for this role. When you when you were driving home and realised what you'd done, did you feel like, I think I might think I might have got that, or did you just put it to the back of your mind?
1: No, I, I, I thought I'd done all right, and I thought, well, I, I, I hope I'm going to get some involvement in it, even if it was just playing a street drunk for like 30 seconds or something, because um, I thought I'd done all right. But then at the end of the day, it wasn't like... I think if you're an actor and you go for these things, you're always like, oh, I really hope I get it. But at the end of the day, if I hadn't got it, i was just got podcasts. I'll just carry on doing the podcast. Nothing's dependent on it. It's a nice bit of... It's a Brucey bonus, isn't it?
0: It's a Brucey bonus, so, yeah.
1: Um, so that begins in March, probably. So I'll find out which, Fucking which role Fucking hell. And I'll then go. at
0: some point, hopefully before March, you'll be able to reveal more. I mean, obviously, I know the details. Yeah. You'll be able to reveal it.
2: Jalapeño.
1: Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Jalapeño.
0: Mate, at the beginning when you said I have some news, it made me think of something that I've never asked you before, but what is your opinion position on tweets that start with, some personal
1: news. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I don't mind them. I mean, what other way could you... Uh, there's, Yeah, as long as they actually deliver the news, the ones that are really awful are the ones that just uh, had some brilliant news sworn to secrecy, which is what I've just done which is what I've just done in this podcast. Yeah, but sort of. it's
0: not quite the same because you've got a podcast. This is a platform with a, an audience who are engaged yeah. in the stuff but that the, we the, say the, and in our lives. Yeah. These other people go on there and it's proper, like, it's the, the, needy. Yeah, it's the one, needy.
1: The, the ones that go, I just had some brilliant news, can't see anymore at this stage, dot, dot, dot. And then and then that's it. And they're just inviting you. As if, like, who
0: are you detail? fucking revealing this to?
1: Yeah, yeah. And
0: believable they just want people like getting their some to... personal news right yeah. i don't like it if you've got news and you want to tell people fucking tell them yeah right everything on twitter is personal news anyway unless Pretty you're much, a com- yeah. who's, i don't know fucking passing comment on something's got nothing to do with you this is it i got this is how i'd do it if my personal news was i had a part in a film and i was just say to him going, I got a fucking part in a film, didn't I? Now I'm an actor. See you later, cunts. <laughs> Bad luck everyone who isn't.
1: Bye. Uh, and, then, and then in the replies, a few people will have heard me say, I hope you remember us when you're famous. And they go, nah, probably fucking won't. actually. You can't. I, I don't even know who you are now, you, uh, you anonymous cunt. Nah, I'll be knocking around with Tom Cruise. So fuck off.
0: Well, it'd be awful when you're friends with Tom Cruise and you do a fucking podcast with him instead of me.
1: Well, I'm, you've got to prepare yourself for it, I think, Sam. Yeah. It's time for you to start looking yeah, for other, other avenues I, of creativity. I will creativity. say, I'll,
0: I, will, I, I hate to say this, but I will definitely listen. If you have <laughs> either, I don't know whether you're going to rebrand it or you'll just literally keep this, <laughs> keep the same RSS feed and replace <laughs> me.
1: Yeah, totally. And, <laughs> Delete the episode on uh, like, the totally uh, ones.
0: Tom Cruise is like, I don't see any point in changing the name. You get rid of this guy. Who's this guy? This weird guy. What is he like? I don't know. Is he? He's mentally ill, right? Well, get rid of him. That's fine. Uh, Andy, listen. If he gives you any flack legally, leave that to me. I got a big team. The Scientology guys will shut him down. I can easily have him killed.
1: I've got. You'll be like,
0: oh no, Tom. There's no need to have him killed. He's a, He's an all right lad, but obviously, I just don't want anything to do with him ever again. <laughs> And I go, yeah, okay, you leave that to me. But I don't see any point in us starting up a new Red Bubble page. You've already got that. I don't see any change in, just in changing necessary the admin. The, the RSS feed is what it is. Why start You've, a new one? Just the Patreon, change the password the on the Twitter going account. Yeah, he just change
1: the, change the
0: passwords. I'll give you my – you want to use one of my passwords? i got some great passwords. No, it's all right, Tom. I'll do it my myself. Password. Okay, but
1: my, my password is great airplanes. <laughs> yeah,
0: but here's the thing. The S at the end of airplanes is a five, okay? And that's the trick. That's the trick, Because you've got to have Andy. a number. <laughs> you got to have a number because that's, I mean, you can imagine. I'm Tom Cruise. So many people are trying to guess my <laughs> password and hack in. So I've got to be careful. You want to use my password, that's fine. That's free. I can get my lawyers to send it to you. Uh, But this Delaney guy, I don't like the sound of him. If he causes trouble, just let me know and I'll have him shut down.
1: But a little word about my lawyers. They're not actually uh, lawyers, if you you know what I mean. You know what I'm saying, don't you, Andy? They're lawyers by name, but, you know, they kind of operate outside the law. So, they uh, have
0: a number of skill sets that are not <laughs> conventional uh, in the in, in the mainstream lawyer they're community. They're not
1: just uh, they're not just pen pushers, if you know what I mean.
0: They push other things. the push is all right. They'll push <laughs> things, but not pens. They'll push, They'll push things off buildings.
1: They'll push things the into canals.
0: You want Del- you want Delaney pushed off a cliff, Andy? Just say <laughs> no. I don't want that. Okay, I think I know what you're saying. I know yeah. what you're saying. Yeah. No, I'm saying don't I, kill him.
1: I see it in your okay, eyes. Okay,
0: I get it. I get you, you can't we're on an open phone line. You can't come out and just say <laughs> I want him killed, but I know what you are saying. Don't worry, leave it leave it with leave it with Tom.
1: Yeah. So there we go. Fucking Tom Cruise um, trying
0: to have me killed. It's pointless. I'll step aside. Well, I don't want to make trouble. And I'll listen to the podcast yeah. as well. It sounds like a good podcast.
1: Well, well, we'll maybe cut you in on 5% as a kind of a, a an exit gift, a golden handshake, as they call Give
0: it. Give him residuals. Yeah. 5%, I don't know. Give him 5% on the merchandise. Yeah. What, and and we don't want him coming to any of the shows. Next time we do Glee, the Glee Club in Nottingham, I've always wanted to play there. But what we don't want is Delaney turning up with his carrier bag, with his snacks in, sitting in the audience, putting his hand up for the bit where we do ratings.
1: Make sure they get make sure they get us uh get us in the big room at the Glee Club in Nottingham because the last time they were in that small you were you were in that small one that wasn't sufficient. Make sure it's, it's no, the big it's one no
0: good. We're going to I I could see us selling up to 80, 80 to 100 tickets for Nottingham. I've got a lot of fans in Nottingham, Andy.
1: <laughs> I put feelers out.
0: I remember when we we opened um uh War of the Worlds back in what was that? 2002. War of the Worlds opened in them strong. We sold out their multiplex. We got, I got a lot of, none of them fans. Tell Glee we need the big room. I will guarantee it personally. They don't sell out. Tell them I'll make up the shortfall. <laughs> yeah.
1: we'll, they call it papering the house. We put tickets out on the internet for just three pounds. I'm sure they'll snap them up. We'll be okay. Don't worry, Andy. I've been in showbiz a long time. I know how it works. Oh, thanks, Tom. Now, Andy...
0: Okay, have you got our writing compound booked out in... uh, What did you say it was called, Hucknall? Hucknall. 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 I can't wait to go there and get the ideas going. Now, (laughs) what's the food situation at the pub next door? (laughs) I'm a vegan now. Are they going to be able to accommodate that, Andy?
1: Uh, Well, I don't know. You might have to bring your own. There's a Tesco down the road. You can maybe get something from that. We'll eat in the car park. Okay. I'll get one of my assistants to look into that. Okay,
0: so uh we'll drive up. This is the parking part of the cost or do I have to pay for the parking?
1: Oh, that's free, Tom. That's alright. Don't worry about that. <laughs> oh god.
0: So yeah You bastards. And I know you'll be in that room in Hutnell, writing away, writing mm-hmm. your new better ideas. Yeah. And then and Tom will suddenly break off and go, What's that at the window?
1: Is that and a man? And you'll just
0: see. Is that a man staring through Is, 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 that, is, that, a is that a man <laughs> there's some, there's a bum at
1: our Along window. The bum.
0: Oh, no, hang on, I'll deal with this. It's Damn the lady. You come <laughs> running away. Sam, we've tried behind the car. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Sam, you've got to let this go. Sam, you're getting <laughs> your 5% of the merch. We agreed that would be sufficient for you for your needs. <laughs> I just want, I don't want any more money,
0: Andy. I just want I just want to feel like I just wanna be seen. No. I just want just let me sit in on the writing no, session, just no, for 20 Sam, minutes. We,
1: we, Sam, the dynamic's different now. We can't do that anymore. You know this. <laughs> Everything's got a life span. Everything's got a shelf life. And we did the podcast and as a result, as a direct it's result of like time machine, I got a film role, and now I'm in Hollywood. <laughs> And now I come back now and again with Tom and we, you know, so, we relive. He li- he Tom, understood- for
0: reasons that I still don't quite understand, he loves writing here in Hucknall. <laughs> and that's why we come back. We could easily write it in Beverly Hills, but he likes to do it here. He I mean, it's re-
1: really, Sam, you should be proud. You should be proud that, that yeah. Tom wants to kind of, you know, follow in your footsteps, if you like. You can go off and you can tell people that. You can, you know, I don't know if you can monetize it, probably you can't. But uh, it's something to be proud you, of. Did you ask Tom
0: if... Did you, did you do what I said and ask Tom if he'd come on my Reset podcast? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, yeah.
1: Yeah, uh, I asked him, boy, he, he was a bit non-committal. I'll ask him again in a week or so, because I don't want to bother him with stuff like that. But why the... I mean, we're, I'm here now. We could do it now. No, I've no, brought no, my, no, no. my we're microphone. Busy. We're busy. We, we've got a deadline. We've, got, oh, we've only got this place till five o'clock. <laughs> <laughs> I
0: have to get a coach <laughs> up here and I haven't got enough to get back. <laughs> Mega <Make> bus. <laughs> I got here on the mega bus.
1: I had a walk from Nottingham City back, Centre.
0: I, I spent it on a sandwich and now I've realised that I'm stuck so I don't know what no. to do.
1: Sam, Sam, come here. Out, out, out of Tom's, out of Tom's eye, eye line. Here, he's a fiver. Now go on, fuck off. <laughs> fuck off and don't come back. Why
0: can't Tom see you're giving me a fiver? <laughs> because I promised him that I wasn't going to give you any more money. <laughs> <laughs> I've got that's your business. Oh, he's in charge of your money now, is he? Well, can I say something?
1: Is, yeah. Can I say something at this point, Sam? <coughs>
0: yeah.
1: If I had the choice of working with you or Tom Cruise, I'd choose you every time.
0: Well, thank you, Andy. That's touching, but you don't know because you haven't worked with Tom Cruise yet.
1: I don't I don't know enough about him, but I I don't suspect it would be as much fun as doing this is it would be a lot more lucrative I know that for certain Mm. a lot more lucrative Mm. but it's not always about the money is it
0: okay well that's good to know that's given me some sense of security yeah I I was once told that Tom Cruise was that I had a story about a guy and by the way I'll say this now because I don't want Cruise getting onto me this is obviously bullshit so it's just silly silly bullshit gossip but there was a guy at a um, what's that gay Greek island is it Mykonos
1: Lebanos? Anyway, Les Lesbos.
0: There's a, there's a di- there was a, a lovely gay disco going on <laughs> and it was quite and and there was a, a gay guy there who was a friend of a friend of mine and he was and there was a there was he was they were all on the rave drug ecstasy the and there was, going. um there was a well you're not gonna believe where it's going. <laughs> he gets chatted up by this American guy at the bar uh, they're having a wonderful time. The guy gets a bit handsy and in the in the sort of swirl of <laughs> ecstasy-driven euphoria, next thing they know, they're snogging each other at the bar Woo! and he's thinking, I'm sure there's something about this guy that's familiar, recognisable. Maybe it's his voice or his mannerisms. I, I, I'm trying to work out who he is. And as they're kissing passionately, he sort of puts his hands on the guy's face, which, by the way, any... uh. Young men still finding their way in the in uh, the romantic world. Listening, The romantic it's a great world. It's a great manoeuvre that um, <laughs> people love. That if you're kissing them and you gently cup their hand, their face with your hands whilst kissing them, it makes you seem really tender and sensitive. Is and that people real? Love
1: though, it. are some people not like no, appalled really... by the bar when their face is touched? I don't nah. know.
0: Well, hang on. They're, if they're kissing, don't do it straight away. But if they've already yeah. if you're already kissing. And they seem complicit in the kissing. You've already you know got the that. tongue
1: in your mouth. Yeah. I suppose are yeah, go, oh, oh, is really- Oh, why
0: are you touching my face? I'm like, hang <clears> on a minute. You've got your fucking tongue inside my mouth. That's disgusting.
1: Yeah, I guess so.
0: I mean, whoever invented French... Well, obviously the French has got a fucking screw loose anyway, haven't they? Yeah. You know kissing? Yeah, bit weird, but yeah, fine. It's what people do to show they like each other. Yeah, well, I've got a new fucking version of it, right? Takes it to <laughs> the next level. Alright, what is it? Go on. You fucking slip your tongue in the other cunt's <laughs> mouth. And they were Fuck off, that's disgusting. Well, it I've been doing it and, on it. and the ladies seem to love it. <laughs> it sort of gives the kiss more meaning. It sort of ups things to the next level.
1: <laughs> anyway,
0: like he cupped his face and then hmm. suddenly thought, oh, What's happening? His face is, this is all be, rubbery. Is this gonna, feeling. Is
1: this, this going to be legally viable? This story.
0: No, well, I've I've covered myself by saying it's a lie. It's not true. But oh, anyway, you said it the was a lie. Comes, yeah, the latex comes. He feels like his skin's peeling off. He pulls back, and his skin is pulling off. But it's not skin. It's latex. The geezer was wearing a latex Hollywood level mask. To disguise his identity, and underneath that mask, it was fucking Tom Cruise. He'd turned up at a gay disco with one of his Mission Impossible masks on so he could get off with a fella and no one know. But he didn't account for the fact that the fella was gonna claw his latex face off <laughs> while they were snogging. That's a lie though, yeah? <laughs> it's a fucking lies, not true. Good. Shit. It's just a story I heard <clears throat> doing the rounds once.
1: I think I've read that. Is this, this it probably
0: had it from the same bullshit source that told me John Travolta was having a gay love affair with his own professional lookalike.
1: <laughs>
0: That's hell. also bullshit. Is
1: this the kind of world I'm entering into? I think I would just want to stay on the podcast. If this is if this is movie land, I'm not sure I want to be part Mate, of it.
0: If, if you if you're like I'm um, as far as I know, you're a, you're fully heterosexual certainly you've never tried it on with me so no. I'd fucking i fucking mean that would trosexual. be the, that would be the litmus test it, wouldn't it if it turns out you're fucking buying and you've never tried it on considering mm-hmm. all the opportunities you've had in the travel lodges we've stayed yeah, in yeah you'd stuff, be offended wouldn't you I'd be absolutely fuming right but if you do if Hollywood gets you know inside your mind you start sort of wanting to investigate different sides of your personality and you decide that you want to get off with a fella just mm-hmm. to tick it off your bucket list yeah I think I might. I don't know, I've done it all now. I've been in films. I've I've conquered podcasting. I'm living here in Beverly Hills, me and Oscar. Right? <laughs> Oscar's got his own fucking massive kennel. Oscar's,
1: Oscar's got a bow tie.
0: <laughs> Oscar's got a bow tie, and he's even got his own bird now as well. He's got his he's going out with his fucking chihuahua. <laughs> that belongs to Paris Hilton <laughs> Oscar's going out of Paris Hilton's fucking chihuahua they're at it non-stop <laughs> right and you're being fuck this what can I do to keep myself interested I think I'm going to get off with a fella Cut
1: off but obviously yeah. I
0: don't want people to know about this because um, you'll probably have a, you'll probably be going out with J-Lo yeah, or yeah. Grace Jones with any oh, luck by I then imagine. and, and if, if Grace finds out that I've been getting off with fellas she'll go mental and kick my killers. head in again right Fine, I'll speak to Tom and get him to sort me out with one of them latex Marcy wears in Mission Impossible. I'll get one of them on and I'll go up the gay disco and see what it's like to get off with a fella.
1: I'll go to Grease and do it. I'll go to Grease and do it and no one's watching. Yeah, actually, speaking of Oscar, uh, there's been a bit of a development. Uh, My daughter has suggested, she's very, very strongly in favour of this, she suggested we change Oscar's name. <laughs> I want I wonder, he she's, got, do that. she's got she's got you can change a dog's name in three days, it's just easy. You just suck on up by the new name, piece of piss.
0: Oh uh, no, Oscar will be fucking well, <clears> so befuddled.
1: Well, well I'll tell you the new name that she's got in mind and see what you think. I might put this to a Twitter poll actually and see what the listeners think. She wants to change Oscar's name to Morgan.
0: That's a weird name. Uh, do you want to hear something? Before we go too far into slagging <laughs> off the name Morgan, it's actually my sister's actual name. <laughs> there you go. Great name. Great name. She goes, she goes by MJ because she despises the name Morgan ah, so right. much.
1: Okay.
0: Yeah. Uh, middle name's Jane. So she she calls herself, M, well, the kids at school start calling her MJ and it's stuck ever since. Right. But Morgan is her name because her mother's... <clears throat> She's my half sister. She has got mm. a different mum to me. Her mother's surname was Morgan, and right. I think she thought, "Hang on a minute, why is she get you know?" I've always thought it is weird that the that your kids just have to have the dad's surname. Mm. I mean, I'm happy about it because obviously I'm part of the patriarchy that governs the world.
1: Well, my my kids but have got my kids have got me ex wife's surname. They haven't got my surname. Is that right? Well, we weren't married at the time. When we had the kids, we got married after we would so, had the kids, and okay. I, I, I'd so say I'm quite them. happy for the, for them to have your yeah. name because, after all, you carried them and um, yeah, popped them out as it were. So I'm not going to fucking well, t- I told, demand I, I really that they have my surname for, for fuck's sake.
0: Exactly, I really admire for that, and I think it's right. Like like I say, I'm not, I'm not I'm not disappointed that my um kids have my surname. I don't suppose, but I do. I have always thought it's fucking weird. Right, yeah. it's weird. I mean, my wife goes by a maiden name. Mm. I think. Oh, know. we discussed this and before, it, haven't we? Yeah, and it's just and it's just fucking weird that you that you have to. You will be known by my name. You will take that my name. That is the way of things. That is the way of things, right? <laughs> and um, and so, but and obviously, <clears throat> my my dad's second wife thought the same, and she was right. So she went, "All right, fuck it. If he's gonna, if the kid's gonna have your fucking." Uh, surname Hmm. they can have my surname as their fucking Christian name you cunt ah right so anyway Morgan so how did she come up with that
1: don't know don't know she just came up with it and suggested it oh I like it so I started calling him it don't, um,
0: no, don't do it, mate. It's, cr- it's actually yeah, cruel.
1: Yeah, it's all right. It's all right because, have you not seen this thing on Twitter, not on Twitter, on Instagram at the minute, there's a, a, a meme, is it called, where people are doing a yeah. thing, post a picture of your pet and all the names you call it. Because people have loads of different nicknames and stuff for oh, their yeah, animals, that's apart true, from yeah. their regular name. You know, like Oscar gets called Oski, or uh, yeah. when he was away at his hotel that he stayed in, the dog boarding place when I was on holiday, the fella there started calling him Aussie. So he, he, he answers to Aussie now because he had a really? legend. I just started called that
0: fucking Oscar's such a. <clears throat> I tell you what, Oscar wouldn't last fucking five minutes out on the streets, would he? Of course he wouldn't. No, he's so like he he's, Os- he's yeah. so like easily uh, malleable and suggestible. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's just a
1: bit pathetic. He's, he's Oscar. He's Osk. Oski. Uh, he even answers to Doggy. So <laughs> it wouldn't. It wouldn't be hard to slip Morgan into the roster. So I've suggested we have it as a middle name for him, as a compromise, because my son hates it. Yeah. I keep calling him Morgan, and my son, stop calling him that! That's not his name!
0: Yeah, Fucking is now, mate. I might do this just to troll my kids, because it's the sort of thing that will really annoy him if I start calling Nelson by a different name. <laughs> they Give get really defensive. Name. They get really defensive around Nelson. Even like, last night yeah. he meowed at me, and I was watching something on telly, so I just went, shut up. Mm. And my daughter's like, did you just tell him to shut up? He said, yeah. And she's like, "Do not tell the cat to shut up. Look at him; you've hurt his feelings." Nelson, by the way, whilst this is all going on, is up on my lap, purring like a maniac, like fucking like rubbing his head against me and all that. He doesn't give fuck a fuck. Sake.
1: Yeah, tell me more. Tell me to shut up again, Dad. I love it.
0: Yeah, exactly. He <laughs> just likes any fucking attention. <laughs> fuck off! I just want any <laughs> attention,
1: anything. <laughs> right, should we do some fucking football predictions? Peps. Yeah. Uh, these are the matches that are currently on this weekend they'll Um, all be off by tomorrow they might all be off by tomorrow but we'll predict you know what I'm
0: hoping mate Mm. why won't Madness cancel their fucking gigs because a lot of other bands I was quite annoyed
1: by that yeah I was meant to see them last night and they didn't cancel I do think it's a bit off I -hmm. do think it's a bit
0: off because like I had tickets to Charlatans last week couldn't go couldn't sell them in time so it's just like alright I took the hit right fine but now the Charlatans have cancelled their last couple of gigs because that's fair because if not, you're saying to people, take the gamble. If not, lose your money.
1: Yeah.
0: Right? And yeah. madness with tickets are much more expensive. I don't know if yeah. you, you're reselling yours. Uh, no,
1: nah, they've gone. the gigs to. gone now. I didn't think I'd be able to resell them, so I just took the hit, like you said. Yeah.
0: So, <coughs> I just think madness are basically... <clears throat> they're, what they're saying is, well, don't turn up, but we're keeping your money and we're not mm-hmm. doing the show again. Mm-hmm. Like, we cancelled the Sunderland night... Which I thought was fairer to the people who bought tickets, because it means you don't have to risk coming along yeah. in the in the midst of a pandemic, and you'll still get your show. You still get your money. Well, well, we have cancelled we'll it. it.
1: we we just postponed it. We're going to reschedule exactly. it. So is that exactly. cancelled?
0: Because that's fairer. So people will yeah. still get what they paid for,
1: and we will still. So I not I'm still not taking be a Christmas to show as well, madness. even if it's in April. It will still be a Christmas yeah. show. But this is a hundred fucking quid
0: a ticket yeah. or something. Uh, something mad like that. I can't yeah. remember. But it's a lot of money. So, and, come on, Madness, postpone your well, fucking show.
1: And, and and Chris Difford posted on Instagram last night, just before the Newcastle show, and he described he described them as the last two were standing. And I thought, that's not really something to be proud of, Chris.
0: You shouldn't boast about that, yeah. yeah. You should, you're not proud, because yeah. even if you're, whatever, some people have different opinions on all of this, and they Oh, well, I don't see why we have to stop everything. Right, um, loonies, but... Whatever, fuck the vulnerable.
1: Fine. Fuck the vulnerable! Yeah, fuck
0: the vulnerable, exactly. Okay. Um and that's uh you know, that's fine. It's not fine, but I don't agree with it, but I don't I'm not taking issue with that. But it's more like but you know some of your fans will not feel comfortable coming. And they've paid the money now. So wouldn't yep. it be fairer on your fans to postpone? That's what I think.
1: Yep. Yep, anyway, exactly. That's that. Um yeah. Uh so these matches we don't know if they're gonna be on or not, but we'll predict them anyway. Should we just predict if they're gonna be on or not? <laughs> Rather than yeah. the scores.
0: Yeah, first we'll say on <laughs> or off and then we'll say the score.
1: Yeah, you can, no, you could choose a score line or off. Nah, let's just fucking this predict. This is where the you scores. find
0: out what which clubs Andy and I regard as particularly covidy.
1: Yeah.
0: I don't know. And it's just an instinct. There's no reason to say that, you know. There's no scientific evidence that Millwall, for instance, are more Covid-y which, than Fulham. Yeah. But which, which it's just a gap. It's a feeling that infectious. we
1: have. Millwall's already off, mate. So we're doing that one. West Ham's of off as well, is. aren't they? West Ham's off.
0: Yeah, that's. I would say though, that that's because of Norwich, not us. <laughs> we're strong. Listen, the East End got through the Blitz. They'll get through fucking COVID. <laughs> yeah, we saw off Hitler. We'll see your fucking COVID. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, here we go. Let's have a go anyway. Oh, by the way, we didn't update the latest scores in the, the Monday episode, but just to let you know that you got eight points last weekend.
0: Wow. a good
1: return. Uh, I got good score. F- I got four. Results bot got four. So you've now got a five-point lead at the top. Love it. So you're defending that at the minute. So here we go. Villa versus Burnley up first. What do you reckon?
0: I think this will be off. But I think that if it if it does go ahead, it will be 1-0 to Villa. Stephen Gerrard really getting a tune out of Villa.
1: He really is. Um, I think it will be 2-0 to Villa. Uh, Leeds versus
0: did you Arsenal. See, did you see him have a pop-up Michael Owen? It was quite no, funny. No, no,
1: I didn't see that. I saw a, a bit of noise about it, but I didn't know what it was about.
0: Oh, it was just like they were doing a two-way after the game, <clears throat> after right. Liverpool versus Villa. And Michael Owen went, what was it like going back to Anfield? It must have been weird. I know all of us. And he, Gerard was at the other end, stood with, for some reason, Robbie Fowler. And oh, he right. went, you know, all of us here, we all know what it's like to leave that great club and then go back. He went, me personally, I used to actually hate going back there. And Stephen Gerard just rolled his eyes and went, well, if I'd signed for Man United, I'd hate coming back here too.
1: <laughs> oh, get in. And
0: Robbie... Robbie Fowler pissed himself and Michael Owen just looked really pissed off.
1: (laughs) That's fucking great.
0: Scouts just fucking loved it, didn't they?
1: Brilliant. Leeds versus Mm. Arsenal. Excuse me. Um,
0: Okay, you go first.
1: I will say this. Oh, God, Leeds are a fucking mess at the minute. I think this is going to be... I think they'll dig out a 1-1.
0: Uh, (coughs) Leeds-Arsenal I tell you what Arsenal Arsenal are fourth now and they they absolutely battered West Ham the other night I mean 2-0 flattered us to be honest Uh, although we're going for a really bad phase Um, I think Arsenal are going to become a really good team over Mm -hmm. the next year I'll say 2-1 Arsenal 2-1 Arsenal Uh,
1: Newcastle United versus Manchester
0: City Uh, I think this will be off Okay. But I think the score line We're will be. We're not predicting
1: off or on. You get any points for that, by okay. the way.
0: Alright, alright, okay. Uh I think it'll be 3-0 to City.
1: <laughs> um I'm gonna match that. I'm gonna say 3 0 City as well. <clears throat> Ipswich versus Sunderland. Now I don't get double points for this because West Ham aren't playing nor a Millwall, so it's just a standard three pointer. But I think Ipswich versus Sunderland is gonna be Ipswich's got a new manager who was a former Manchester United coach. Um, so there could be a new manager bounce. Um, I'm gonna go one-one.
0: I Can't believe that's a fixture in League One, by the way, Ipswich mad, Sunderland. Well, that's where
1: we're that's at. That's
0: gotta be that's gotta be League One's glamour tie, isn't it? Ipswich Sunderland. That's fucking. That's the sexiest fixture of the season.
1: Yeah,
0: well, but I believe Ipswich are shit, aren't they? Um, I'll say one 0 Sunderland.
1: one 0 Sunderland and finally Wolves versus Chelsea
0: Wolves Chelsea Chelsea is stuttering a, a, a tiny bit I think you know what I'm going to say Wolves 1 Chelsea nil.
2: Ooh.
0: um good team Wolves
1: see that I, I kind of want to match that but I don't um, <clears throat>
0: Ruben I think, Neves what a fucking player he is
1: I think Chelsea will sort it out I think they'll win 2-1 It'll I don't really think I don't really think that, but that's what I'm going to go for. <sighs> Fuck knows. So that's the predictions done. Um, that's it from us for. Mate, just lastly,
0: imagine how gutting it's going to be if all the games get cancelled over Christmas because Christmas we've talked about it loads in previous years. This is our fourth Christmas doing Top Flight Time Machine. I think. Wow. Mm. And we always talk about like you know the perineum between Christmas and New Year and how it's pretty bleak. And that's one of the reasons why we put out loads of podcasts because hopefully mm. that'll help. But if there's no football, mate, oh, it's going to be tough, isn't it,
1: <clears throat> Sam? I don't suffer from that because I've got the darts. Darts is Christmas uh, for me.
0: But they get. But the darts might be cancelled.
1: Nah, they'll just have it behind closed doors. They'll just put the fans. Oh, out. I've yeah. got to say, the, the the sessions that have been on so far, mask wearing is not a consideration for the crowd. It's horrible. Not in to the see, darts community. Yeah. the darts has been on this week and the snooker has been on as well and the snooker crowd are very mask, masked up and the darts not so much so well the darts is
0: just <clears> I mean <throat> I, I went once to Ali Pali I told you that didn't I, I got phone. Yeah. I got It was I searched on the door yeah. they found drugs in my pocket they threw me out <laughs> I went round the fucking corner and got in the VIP entrance instead you cunts <laughs> oi oi <laughs> You just cannot stop Delaney seeing the darts. That living was my attitude that night.
1: Living out loud. Yeah, I was
0: really living out loud at that stage. But someone on the top level puked in a pint glass and then knocked the pint glass over the edge and the puke fell on everyone's head oh. underneath. Oh!
1: Yeah, darts is a... That's tele- darts. It's a televised <laughs> sport for me. I've been to the Premier League darts a couple of times and I think I prefer watching it in the house by myself without people vomiting into pine pots. So um, I forgot what I was going to say there. Well, that means
0: you're going to be all right at Christmas, and if it if, if you if you don't watch the darts, then you're just going to have to fucking watch loads of Only Fools. Just get your Only Fools box set out and watch all the Christmas specials. It's yeah. just the only option left to you.
1: And if if you're really stuck, we're putting loads of episodes out, so just listen to us. Yeah. Um. All right, that's it from us then. Uh, as we say, it's all pre-recorded stuff from now on till till the fourth of January, and we'll be back with some new stuff. So. Uh, have a very Merry Christmas thanks for listening to us throughout this year and thanks for all your support Uh, we really do appreciate even though we do treat you like cunts sometimes
0: yeah but we do yeah no (laughs) it's time to say it for real we love you thank you have a great Christmas and here's to a better new year
1: yeah Merry Christmas (laughs) goodbye